On today's show, how medium-duty trucks will help GM sell more light-duty trucks and vans, Honda drops a number of green cars from its lineup, and JLR lets you control your car with a smartphone. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 16th of 2015. Well, cheap gasoline prices are wreaking havoc with green car sales. Honda announced yesterday that it's dropping the Civic Hybrid, the CNG Civic, and the plug-in version of the Accord. Sales have been miserable. So far this year, Honda sold just over 2,000 of the three models combined. It's not as if Honda is giving up on green cars, though. Next year, it will come out with a hydrogen fuel cell car and it will have a battery electric as well as a new plug-in, but that's not until 2018. The new Civic that comes out later this year will have at least one gasoline version that will get over 40 miles to the gallon. That makes it hard to sell hybrids and plug-ins, even when they have a Honda badge on the grill. GM's competitors were stunned when it dropped out of the medium-duty truck business. It's not that GM sold that many of them, it's that sales of medium duties led to what they're called adjacency sales. Earlier this year on AutoLine This Week, John Rupert, the general manager of Ford's fleet operations, explained that when a fleet operator buys a medium-duty truck, they also buy anywhere from six to eight pickups and vans to go along with it. So by offering medium-duty trucks, GM will actually help the rest of its truck line. The trucks will be built by Isuzu, just as they were before the bankruptcy. They'll be sold through Chevrolet dealers starting next year. And I bet we see a bump up in GM's truck sales as soon as they hit the market. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Once an EV battery pack is no longer fit for a car, it's not that it's outlived its usefulness. It can be used in other applications like energy storage. And Nissan has just teamed up with commercial energy storage company Green Charge Networks to offer Second Life energy storage units to help offset peak electricity demand. The units are made from lithium-ion batteries from Nissan's LEAF, and the companies have worked for over a year to ensure safety, reliability, and performance. While they don't say if the packs perform any better or worse than traditional units, the Second Life batteries do have a cost advantage. Car sales last month in the U.S. were the strongest they've been in years, but it was a different story for Europe. Sales in the region hit 1.1 million units in May, a gain of just 1.3%. While a boost in sales is never a bad thing, it was a slower pace than the first few months of the year. IHS Automotive blamed the slow growth on two fewer selling days compared to a year ago and a drop in sales in both France and Germany. The Volkswagen Group was the top selling company, followed by Peugeot, Citroën and Renault. Despite the slow May, IHS expects European sales to hit 13.1 million units this year, a 4% gain compared to 2014. With a record number of recalls in the U.S. last year, there was talk that NHTSA doesn't have the resources it needs to properly investigate defects. Well, John recently talked with David Strickland, the former head of the safety agency, and asked him his opinion about that topic. 
and I think that goes for any public health and safety agency in government. They're all underfunded, which is a problem because you're talking about making investment in safety, you know, are we putting all the investments that we can? No, I don't think we are. To see that full interview, just head over to our website or look for it on our YouTube channel. And coming up next, Land Rover allows customers to control their vehicle with a smartphone and Toyota has an innovative way to get kids interested in cars. When you're committed to the job, your tires can't be weak in the knees. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. The new BMW 7 Series comes with technology that allows you to control the car with a tablet to help you get in and out of tight parking spots. And now Land Rover is showing off similar technology that allows you to use your smartphone to control the car while outside the vehicle. It works at speeds up to 4 miles per hour and allows the driver to control the steering and gas and brake pedals. As you can see, you can use it in off-road situations too, in addition to maneuvering out of a tight parking spot. JLR also showed off technology that will autonomously perform a three-point turn. This could be helpful on a busy street or in a small parking garage. You know, we in the automotive world need to do a better job of getting young talent interested in this industry. And one of the best ways to do that is get them hooked when they're kids. And Toyota will have one innovative way of doing just that on display at this year's International Tokyo Toy Show. Kids will be able to hop in the driver's seat of a real working car, take a photo of themselves and their family, then grab a tablet that's provided and customize the car from a purple fire truck to a pink hot dog truck. And finally, through the use of augmented reality, the kids point the tablet into the display booth to see their customized car on the road with their family inside. What a cool way to get kids and their families interacting with cars. And I, for one, would love to see something like this pop up at auto shows. And don't forget to tune in to After Hours this Thursday. Our special guest is Craig Metros, the exterior designer of the Ford GT. So here's your chance to learn a lot more about the car that the Ford Motor Company will be racing at next year's 24 Hours of Le Mans. That wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching.